Drawn Podcast Network. You don't have a bit? I found this movie to be very twee. It's an inside joke where Hunter doesn't think I know what twee means, and he might be right. <laughs> you definitely don't. <laughs> I need background context, kind of. <laughs> twee is an aesthetic. Yes. And mm-hmm. I was attempting to describe it to Allison once, and she was like, oh, so just like anything. I was like, no, it's a very specific. <laughs> it can apply to anything that has that aesthetic. And she was like, yeah, it's just, it's whatever. It's twee. I get it. And she was like, mm. <laughs> so now any anything, I think it's taken on a negative connotation with her. No, sometimes it's cute. Sometimes it's cute, but annoying. Sometimes it's annoying how cute it is. Sure. Yeah. But that's, she's like. It's twee. It's very twee. I'm like, I still don't think you know what that means. Sometimes it's when things are definitely not twee, but I call them twee to fuck with you. I don't think that's actually ever happened. I think (laughs) you just throw out, it's twee, to see if I go, yeah, you're right. And then you're like, okay, I got it. I know what it is now. (laughs) No. Yeah, but it's like when a little kid learns a swear, and they're like, I don't know exactly when when to implement this swear. And they're like, boy, that guy sure shitted it. It's like, no, you've misused that. No one, no one says anyone shitted it. It's very twee of you, honey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> I'm going to take another big long drink. It'll help. God alone, the creek don't rise. Paintwatch, Paintwatch. Paintwatch, Paintwatch. Paintwatch, Paintwatch. I hate them all, but I just can't stop. ever played bodies 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 I, I guess it's the same game I, as far as i remember the rules are pretty close there i think there was like some other there's a like a murder in the dark game i don't mm-hmm. remember what it was called i've heard of werewolf which lee pace references in this gabby have you ever played bodies 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 or i have a... not me and my friends played a game like werewolf but we called it mafia and oh I've if you had that. a big enough group Somebody was like kind of the narrator and, and everybody would put their head down and the narrator would pick somebody to be the murderer. They would pick their head up and pick somebody to kill. And then somebody would be the detective and they would try to find the murderer. Okay. And then also somebody, if the group was big enough, would be the angels that could save somebody. This got complicated real fast. Yeah. But if the murderer and the angel picked the same person, that person didn't die. Weird. It's, yeah. You know, heads up, seven up. And yeah, it's a, it's a lot like that, like, but with more. Um, bodies, bodies, bodies. The grown up version of this. Kind of. It's like duck, that, duck, goose. So, bodies, yeah. bodies, bodies is a lot more like movement through the house, which is similar to a game that my friends and I would play called Beckoning. What that was was it. it was kind of like hide and go seek in the dark with a jail, where okay. somebody would be it, and if they found where you were hiding, they could tag you and put you in jail. And then what other people was had a to jail do. Jail is centrally located. Yes. Area. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, like a predetermined yeah, thing. like the couch in the living room, and then the whole Got rest it. of the house, we're all hiding and sneaking around and trying to avoid the person who's it. How you sprung people from jail is if somebody could sneak up close enough that the person in jail could see them, and they made a beckoning motion, like come here, then they were free and could go hide. Well, this is probably where the all ages section of the podcast, right? Ends. Yeah, yeah. Turn go. it off now because we're gonna say the fuck word a lot. Yeah. yeah. Hello, excellent humans, and welcome to another Hate Watch, Great Watch podcast. I am your host, Allison Yakoulis, with me as always. I'm your co-host, Hunter Bush, 
And our returning guest today... Gabby Reeves. Hello. Uh, we are talking today, we're talking about bodies, bodies, bodies. Today I'm talking about bodies, bodies, bodies with my buddies, buddies, buddies. Yay! <laughs> bodies, bodies, bodies from 2022, directed by Helena Rain. Hour, 34 minutes, rated R. Yeah. If you haven't seen it and you don't want spoilers... Stop. <laughs> I just, the logical right. of why yeah. you would put this on. You're yeah. like, ah, I haven't seen Bodies, yeah. Bodies, Bodies. This episode is probably around yeah. two hours long, and I don't want to know anything about it before right. I watch it. Right. I will put this on. Do you yeah. think we're going to talk about just in vagaries, in code? Yeah, no. No. Well, also, you pick up on a lot of stuff. Yeah, I'm great. I <laughs> Logically, if somebody shows up in a movie, and they're like, no, 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 uh, this big name actor is... He's just a normal guy. He's just somebody I'm going to to ask questions about this murder. Right. Like, no, that guy did it. Right. How do you know? Because he's the other big name actor. Unless, of course, they're, yeah, somebody big that's just like, I want to get killed weird. Yes. I mean, there's yeah. there's exceptions to every rule, but sure. I'm just saying, like, as a rule of thumb, yeah. you can guess a lot of the endings of things. Oh, totally. This movie kind of avoids that. There are two, I would say, more well-known actors in it. Mm-hmm. And they both die pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Hunter's... I believe talking about uh, Pete Davidson, who plays David, yes, and Lee Pace playing uh, what's Greg. his name, Greg. Old yeah. Greg. You ever drink Bailey's from a boot? <laughs> that's my that's my favorite line that he says in this. <laughs> <laughs> and then they off him. Do you want to talk about why you love Lee Pace? We've no. talked about it before on the podcast. No, I forget what I know him. The from. Fall. Oh my God, he's in the Fall. Yeah, it's because he doesn't. He's all stubbly in this. Allison has he's, this thing. I Have we ever talked about this? Different. Yeah. If. If human beings have slightly different facial hair slightly than the last different. time, he looks you just quite said stubbly. What gets, what's more of a subtle differentiation than stubble? It covers a lot of his face. Barely. It's like a shadow. Okay. It's a very like also, rough five o'clock also, shadow. Also, I would... I mean, his hair's longer. I would charge that, that he is much more muscly in this than he is in the fall. Dude, he is fucking cut. Yes. Yeah. Ripped yeah. two shreds. He uh, <laughs> ripped two shreds. R.I.P. Lee Pace's body. <laughs> no, he looks great. Yeah, so I was going to, again, I was going bored to in write. in the house and I'm in the house bored. Oh, my God. I don't want to be an old man that, and complain please. about how bad music is, but, like, that's terrible. I but thought the... it was perfect, though. Oh, it's fine for that, but, but, but it's fine for it's the purpose it serves in the movie. I think it's mm-hmm. perfectly chosen. Yeah. But the fact that that's just a song that exists, they didn't make a fake song oh. to exemplify, like, uh-huh. dumb bullshit. That's just a song that I'm sure kids love. And it's just like, it's nothing. There's nothing there. It's an empty song. It's flat. It's but nothing. But you know entirely what his inspiration was. I do. You do. But, you, you know I do, but no there's like, thoughts. there's a song called Bored Teenager that's way better. That's the okay. same. The impetus is oh, the same. Is a this, lot of songs so are the same. Is, wait, Green this, Day's Longview is the same well, impetus. Is, wait, is first, the TikTok or the song, though? Oh. The song or the TikTok. Because I, I feel like that's where I saw it originally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh, God, if that song existed before, then, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Well, you, it had to exist somewhere. <laughs> um, you don't just make a TikTok and the universe, like, ascribes a bunch of music to it. Is Bored Teenager the one that has, like, some talk in it where it's like, oh, my mom came in, she said, you know, no. you're on drugs? No, okay, which one's that? That is institutionalized by social distortion. Uh, oh, yeah. No, suicidal tendencies. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I did not write, like, a um, summary of the film, but... Well, do you want to try to just do six sentences or something very quick? Yeah. Okay. In Bodies, 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 a group are all meeting at a large mansion house thing to wait out a hurricane, and some of them have not seen each other for quite a while. S- Semi-ostracized friend Sophie, Amanda Stenberg, 
brings her new partner B, Maria Bakalova, and introduces her to the rest of the group. And tensions run high, and also she is sober now. Okay. They are waiting out the hurricane together, and they decide it's time to party. So everybody starts drinking, and they decide let's play a game called Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Yeah. We do that for a bit, and people start dying for real, and we're also still kind of using drugs and acquiring weapons. Okay, and then my sentence would be, Mishagas ensues. Yeah, just that. <laughs> Next. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure. Okay, just that. Okay, <laughs> yeah. all right, all right. You got it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm go like, for the penultimate scene. Cool. Um, I mean, I guess I they guess it's turn... relevant that it's a lot of this is then in the dark. They yeah, yeah. a lot Storm, of this is Storm in the takes dark. out power, and a lot of the running arounds in the dark. They... That's a corollary to a sentence. It's an asterisk. Cool. So, friend is a red herring throughout most of the movie. <laughs> oh right. Um, Sophie's friend. Sophie's friend. Yeah, disappears, and everybody keeps referring to Max. Max. End of the movie. B no longer trusts Sophie, pulls a gun on her, demands her phone back. We find out it's David's phone. So we find out he accidentally kills himself. Yeah, the, the inciting incident that started the whole... We've botched this... Uh... We have botched we have, this. We want to start it again? Yay. Okay, then just go ahead. No, it's fine. We did a good job. You know, long and short of this is that, yeah, we're all stuck in a house and it, and, and the lights go out and stuff and then and people are dying and yeah, the... everybody's like not trusting each other anymore. The emotional dynamic is that Sophie, who is a part of the group, but has been estranged for a while of her own accord, brings her new partner, B, who is like audience surrogate, because yes, everybody explains... Her a lot. Yeah, well, and everybody explains and, yeah. the character interactions and, you know, whatever, to her as much as, you know, to anybody. Like, it's not info-dumpy in a way that, like, feels overly info-dumpy or overly hand-holdy. Right. But she does get a lot more background information than somebody who was assumed to be part of the group would okay so sophie brings b there's yeah all these interpersonal dynamics and that's what the movie is entirely about it's about this group of friends and their interpersonal dynamics and how they are all friends but they don't really like each other kind of at all it uses the parlance of you know our times of, of the gen z cultural lexicon to kind of make fun of this generation you know, like not in a way that's like, oh, well, so it's... aren't all kids dumb? But it's like these specific kids, these privileged, pampered kids that all, you know, they, they want to be relevant. And the cultural like discussion is about taking responsibility for and, and, and being able to identify things, but like to identify what triggers you and what is like not good for you, what is bad for you, you know, and, and, and the people who represent that and who enables you and all this but they don't none of the kids none of these kids in this movie want to take personal responsibility and admit that anything is their fault. It's all about assigning blame outside of them without being able to be like, "Oh, well, part of that's my behavior." Right. That's yeah. that's really what all the kids embody, I think, personally. Yeah. Right. Well, it's yeah, it's having the language to be discussing these things in a very like pseudo-psychological Right, quote-unquote adult way. Yeah, not actually coming to terms with their roles in any of these dynamics. In a way, it's time it's back to when Lee Pace says uh, the best offense <laughs> is a good, good defense. defense, right? Or I thought that as best well. Best defense is a good offense, sorry. But best defense is a good offense, yes. yes. That's, because none I of the kids... Reversed it, yeah. None of the kids, like, their, their way of being like, no, no, I couldn't possibly be the killer, 
is to immediately go on the attack and blame somebody else. Yes. It's not to be like, I couldn't be responsible for A or B or C's death. Yeah. Because of these re- these logical reasons. It's that I couldn't possibly be the, the killer because this is a more likely mm-hmm. scenario. Yeah, and doesn't that turn. make it so relevant that David is the one that killed himself by accident? They're all hanging out by the pool when Sophie and B arrive. You know, conflicted feelings and f- fake bullshit friend feelings and stuff aside, everybody is quote unquote happy that Sophie is there and pleased to meet B. But are they though? But that's the thing is, they're not yeah. really. Yeah, right. No, there's a lot of hostility well, in that. B thing, and sure. Sophie maybe like each other. B definitely likes Sophie. Yes. Sophie might like B, but Sophie probably more likes what B represents and Sophie the fact be, that B likes her. Sophie might be kind of a narcissist. Yes. I think it's Alice goes inside and grabs a bottle of champagne from... It's David's parents' house. Yeah. David's like, oh, come on, don't raid my parents' shit, whatever. And she's like, we're celebrating. Sophie's here. We're having a good time, whatever. Yeah. And then Lee Pace, Greg, uh, opens the thing with a saber. It's not actually a saber. It's a... uh, Kukri. A kukri, yes. Yes. Which, what is that? India. Oh, it's Indian. Ah. So, yeah, he opens... It's the saber thing, like they do when they, you know... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's cutting the top of the bottle off with a saber, right? He does that. Well, somebody says, I wish we had videoed that. That would have been so great for social media. I wish we had taken a video yeah. of him opening that. That yeah. was so cool. So Alice so, and Emma kind of look alike to me. They have very different personalities. I think it was Emma because she is like the social media person and then Alice is a podcaster, right? Yes, yeah. Okay. okay. She has a podcast that nobody likes. We stand but Alice I mean, in this house. <laughs> I mean, the thing with, uh, to use psychotherapy parlance, Alice fawns a lot. I don't know this. What is this? It's I mean, the, I know what it's, fawning it's, is. Yeah, but it's, like... it's the fourth. There's fight or flight or freeze or fawn. Oh. In mm. terms of ways to deal with conflict and adrenaline. Okay. Alice needs to be liked, needs to win people over to her side. She... I want to okay. mention Alice is played by Rachel Senna. Yes. Um, she's great in this. Yeah, she is. Um, this is my second time seeing it was to watch it for this she has recording. She the funniest line deliveries. Yeah. She, yeah, she really does. <laughs> Absolutely. She hedges her bets a lot. Yeah. She, well, she says a thing that is a declarative statement that is like, Mayor, you're too sleepy. And she goes, not that that's a bad thing, not in a bad way. Yeah, no. She hedges bets. Yeah. Like, she covers her okay. ass Fawning is Mayor is asleep sh- under the yes. recording desk, by the way. Yeah, fawning, for, for listeners. Fawning is making sure that you are not alienating anybody, that you are always very open, very welcoming, very nice. Oh, right. Yeah. I've never really said this to anybody before, but, but I have body dysmorphia. And Jordan goes, shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up, up, Alice. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I go from really disliking Jordan to really liking Jordan at the end. <laughs> Jordan. Jordan is an is asshole. Fight. She is. She, sure is. she will get character. in your face. Wait, do you think that the four, like, female leads are. Maybe. Do you think it's they're a ascribed point. to yeah. the fight? Fl- what is it? Fight, fight, flight, flight, fawn, or freeze. Or freeze. And actually, yeah, because, I mean, B would probably be flight, yeah. and Sophie would probably be freeze. She doesn't yeah, really would be freeze. engage people. She kind of sits really and waits point. and stares. And sees how it kind of plays out. And I honestly, I like Jordan a lot throughout the movie because mm-hmm. I was like, well, she's Emma, at least then? acting. Well, Emma gets killed too early. She's actually sort of a reference to another social media thing of uh, the staircase. Yes. Yes. And... I think that's kind of how she serves is being David's girlfriend and then killed in a very ambiguous way. <laughs> and I, uh, so I think she's kind of more of an archetype in in, in a not as active sure. way. The story of the staircase is that, you know, 
Maybe a big owl knocked her down the stairs. You know how sometimes owls are in your house? You know, <laughs> owls. And I was like, it's not fucking Futurama. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Do you guys have, like, an owl? Before they're even playing Bodies, 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 they're playing a game that I like to call Slap Shot, mm. where you slap each other and then take a shot. We should have done that. We should have. You want to do it now? Yeah, you want to do it okay. now? Yeah. Let's right. fucking Let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. <laughs> this is a terrible do idea. Let's fucking this do is... it. I'm ready to go. Not coming back for episode six. <laughs> no, we're going to end friendships tonight. <laughs> All right. So who's slapping who? Because you're not really mic'd. So. I mean, I can move the mic. Okay. I don't know how we want to do this. I know. I just moved to an area where I can get to my yeah. shot. I know. Yeah. Beep, beep. Boop. Bop. Boop. But yeah. Slap shot. That's also where I was joking that B slaps like a poor person. <laughs> yes, that was she your joke. Very delicately. She slaps like a polite person, which <laughs> are are poor people more polite? Maybe. It depends. <laughs> She's the audience surrogate, and in that well, scene in that scene you're put into her shoes, which is like, okay, you know, you're dropped down in front of all these people who all know each other and they're all like a group. And you're the outsider. And how hard do you hit? And yeah. how hard do you hit? And she's, you know, she's a lady. And how hard do you hit Pete Davidson? Right. And it's like, I mean, pretty hard. Yeah. It reminds me of, like, White Lady Fight Club in uh, 30 Rock. <laughs> yes. When Liz Lemon's uh, <laughs> off work. And, yeah, it's, you know, oh, yes, every so often we fight each other to keep our brains from entropy. You know, you were saying that, like, they don't all seem to really even like each other. So this is sort of a way of, like, socially accepted violence. None of what anybody says about anybody else can really be taken 100%. But, you know, throughout the whole movie, it's like, oh, you don't like her. And right. she doesn't like you. And I don't right. like this girl. And she doesn't like me. And I don't like Because you're saying that her. all this is strategy of not facing your own problems. So well, that's you can't even take that at face value right, because like, it yeah. might just be a strategy. Did yeah. these do these people associate with the people they associate with because then they always have this ripcord of like, well I don't like them. Yeah. It is you know. nouveau nihilism. It is the like Gen <laughs> Gen X nothing matters. Really, it's really easy to not care about anything when you are wealthy. Yeah. yeah. That's also and true. That's there's also the whole contract with that with even you know, well, um David's parents well my parents aren't as rich, Sophie yes. says at a yeah. point in time. Sure. And yes. You know. Yeah, Sophie's arguing that like you know, or no, no she's like, like, my parents aren't rich, and she's like, they teach at a university. She's just it's public. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Jordan. You're right, right? Alice. You your parents are upper middle class. Jordan, no, I'm not. Alice, your parents teach at a university. Jordan, it's public. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because like they keep talking about how David's and Sophie's parents are very rich, rich, rich. Yeah. and everybody else's are just well off. And, and Sophie and David are like besties from way back in the day. Pete Davidson as a human being. Here's the thing. He kind of annoys me as a human being. Like, literally everything I've seen him in, he's quite good. Yeah. Again, it's it's a persona that I don't love, but no, I think he's legitimately, like, very winning Yeah. as a scumbag. Kind yes, of. he's yeah. very, like, charismatic. What I was yeah. trying to get at is that this is a new generation of nihilism with an Instagram filter, with the trappings of wealth, with the vocabulary of psychotherapy but there's still an emptiness that is very similar to what you had in like the 90s grunge era it's just in different clothes i think is kind of what we're getting here what is the emptiness that you're not being able to form real human connection with 
the people around you. There's a scene where Jordan is talking to Sophie, and it's where, you know, you, you mentioned earlier that Sophie may have a touch of narcissism because Jordan is like, listen, I watched you overdose. It's a shame to sit there and watch your friend be put in an ambulance and not know what's going to happen to them. Whereas most people would go, oh, this is my friend. They are addicted. I should be looking after them or concerned about them. But she's like, you can only watch that so many times, which is where... Right, being self-centered versus right. yes. other people's needs. Absolutely. Yeah. It's also like the feeling that you're trying to look for satisfaction in a, you know, dying world, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the 90s had like this feeling of, you know, it was the hangover from the Cold War and it was also all the like, you know, Y2K... Um, you know, yeah, uh, the anxiety. World. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, technology's always been I mean, frightening. You know, yeah. Well, like also the a march lot, a, of technology. A, yeah, I mean, a lot of the nineties popular cinema was, you know, the net, the literal Which is net. It's all about how you should always carry an epipen, or else, right. They will poison Dennis Miller at a hospital. The net also has a poison. Yeah, the, the net. Sandra Bullock. Yeah. Yeah, well, because Dennis also, Miller, Dennis Miller also, has like a nut allergy had, or something. I had seen Antitrust before I saw the net, and that's about a well, not about, but it has a, a sesame allergy in that. Yeah, damn. The only way they know how to take down like God, hackers is yeah. through their food allergies. <laughs> you know, you could also try a gun. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but why use a gun if I could use shrimp? If a shrimp is deadly, a shrimp that's coming out of a shrimp gun would be even more deadly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's what I want. Slap shot. Yeah, let's do this game that Allison (laughs) is calling Slap Shot. What would you call it? The Drinky Hand Hitter. Yeah. All right, so I'll go first. Uh, You hit, go ahead and hit me. Oh, okay. You go first in receiving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You hit me, I'll take a shot, then you have to compliment me. You might want to take your glasses off. I'm not going to hit you. Are you really going to figure the fuck out, like, you're going to wreck my day? (laughs) Wreck my day. Maybe we should have more to drink. I just had dental work done. You're going to fuck it all up, like... My face is big. I got a big head. Yeah, you but can I mean, hit a whole bunch of it without touching yeah. glasses at all. I don't know. I vote take glasses off. I'm, Fine. I'm kidding. Let's do it. All right, glasses yeah. are off. Okay. <laughs> okay, that wasn't bad. <laughs> he said he wanted it spicy. Yeah. It's supposed to be spicy, right? All right. <sighs> You're not going to compliment me? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. over <laughs> mics. Right. You look... Oh. Lovely, I really enjoy this shirt. <laughs> Were we really complimenting each other? Yes. Each other? The okay. game is better now. <laughs> I'm sorry, did we actually hate each other? I thought we liked each other. Yeah, right? Like, right. we aren't these people in this movie, right? Ready? Yeah. Remember how poor you are. <laughs> Very poor. <laughs> oh! <laughs> All right. Okay. Always a fantastic dresser. Thank you. Yeah. Oh! God. Oh God, okay. she's fucking selling. Allison. Allison's selling, by the way. <laughs> you are one of the most kind-hearted, excellent bakers I know. Oh, thank you. That's true. So if nobody has a better end to this conversation, I want to talk about the cast. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Now, so we mentioned Sophie Amanda Stenberg and B, Maria Bakalova, who uh, I know from the, the Borat sequel. Oh, yeah. Yeah, apparently, like, that was her, uh... I don't think I've ever seen it. It was fine. There is a cultural divide between the haves and the have-nots here. 
And in this movie, right. there's, you know, perceived divides between the haves and the have slightly lesses. Yes. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, also... It's the, the idea the, is that the grass is always greener. It's that well, David and Sophie are richer, therefore something, 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 but like... Right, that, and then also that having less makes you harder and makes you... you know, more it's the real. Hu- it's the hustle it's culture real. of it, yeah. Jordan is played by Mahala Harold. Alice, as we mentioned, is Rachel Sennett. Emma is Chase Suey Wonders. David, played by Pete Davidson, as we mentioned. Greg, played by Lee Pace, as we mentioned. And I guess technically I'll throw in Max, played by Connor Connor O'Malley, O'Malley. even though he's not a guy. I can't believe he's not Max. (laughs) Sophie and B arrive. It's the, you know, there's going to be a a hurricane. They're having a storm party, which uh, have you ever, have you all ever participated in like a big storm party? I definitely did. Is the Canterbury Tales one of those, like, we're in a tavern and we're talking as a storm? I don't remember. So, my big winner thing was we got to close the store early because it was a a blizzard. Yeah. And I ended up at Tattooed Mom's. They were serving Mad Elf in full pint glasses. So, I closed work at 6. And I think Mom's closed at, like, midnight. Which is early for them. So, But that was still four hours of drinking a thing that was supposed to be served in, I think, like an 8 or 12 ounce goblet being sold in full pints. Yeah. Also, when Dave made a, a snow dick. I remember that. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember I worked on my birthday one year, and Nicole felt very bad for accidentally scheduling me on my birthday and not realizing it was my birthday. Like, I came in to work, and she was like, why are you here? I was like, I'm working. And she was like, that's not right. I scheduled you? And I was like, someone did, and you make the schedule, <laughs> so yes. And she goes, I'm so sorry. It's your birthday. I was like, I know. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's a Monday. Like, no one's going to come party. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't care. That's why I didn't bother to take off. And then it started to snow, and it snowed all day. So we closed early. Pat and Jeanette were at Mom's. Mm, And I was like, hey, I'm getting done early. And Pat's like, yo, come meet us. I'm buying you a birthday drink. I was like, all right. They both bought me birthday, you know, rounds. We all had a good time. We left when they closed. We had a huge snowball fight. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, except everybody hit Pat. (laughs) Well. I mean, when you position yourself as the heel, you have to expect heelish behavior. Right. Glancingly relevant to bodies, bodies, bodies. Yeah, they're going to have a storm party, drink and yeah. do drugs during a big old hurricane, hurricane thunderstorm. Yeah. There's so much fucking baggage in this movie that's not present at the top of, of it. But... Well, I mean, that's the whole point because yeah, it's all it everybody chasing yeah. shadows. Yeah. So they start Their playing fucking shadows. They start playing yeah. bodies, bodies, bodies. Yeah. They play one round. So again, like lights turn off. Everybody has like their phones or whatever to, to see by. Everybody hides. Yeah. Which... One person, they draw a blank piece of paper, you know. Yeah. One person has an X on it. That makes them the killer in the game. And then if they find somebody who is hiding, they tap them. They're dead. They have to lay there dead on the ground until somebody finds them mm-hmm. and then announces bodies, bodies, bodies. And then everybody comes running, and they try to figure out who the killer is. It's a lot like Among Us. Sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so they only get through one round of bodies, bodies, bodies through the entire Before there are literal bodies, bodies, bodies. <laughs> yes. yes. Greg ends up turning up dead. Before this, David had sort of had a had beef with Greg. It starts off with, like, competitive male behavior. Like, yeah. everyone else is female except for David and Greg. And Greg is not a part of the clique. He is Alice's, Alice's boyfriend. Like, internet boyfriend of yeah. a very long time. How long have you known him? She's like, a long time. I'm like, how long? She's like, I don't know. Like, two weeks? 
They're like, what do you know about him? Do you know his middle name? Do you know his last name? She's like, I know that we met on, you know, at a bar on our blind date. He drank like a medium amount, which is very funny to me. <laughs> She's like, and was it? He's a Libra moon. That has to yeah. mean something. He's a Libra moon. That has to mean something. It's well true and stupid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What's your middle name? Anne. With an E or no? No. No. No? A-N-N. Do you know Hunter's middle name? I do. What Montgomery. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, it's like Everybody it's Everybody knows yeah. my middle name. It's a real doozy. Yeah, it is. Allison's middle name is Pizza. Pizza? No, it's not. I don't It's think one I... of the pizzas. Wait, hold on. Can I take a guess? <laughs> think of, think of, oh think of all the think of all the pizzas you know. Is it Marguerite? No. no. That's a good guess. Yeah, go ahead. No. I don't know what it is. Celeste. Ah. She's oh, a mama okay, Celeste. Mama Celeste. Okay, okay. <laughs> Celeste is a pretty name. Thank you. Hey, I don't know if we've mentioned the first quote-unquote victim is Greg, and there's a fake-out where they act like Greg is dead, dead. Yeah, and he's not. Pete Davidson goes like, this always works, and he just like gently taps him in the balls with a, with a beer. And, a and cold Greg, beer. Like, yeah. Greg is fine. David, Pete Davidson, is still insecure. Early on, he's like, he's not handsome, right? Like, I mean, I get like if your mom saw him, he'd be like, she'd be like, he's handsome, but like he's not Handsome, I'm way better looking than him. So if he's like, what are the features you're bringing to the table? And yeah. he's like, I fuck. I, I, I look like, like I, I fuck. I, I look like I fuck. I, I fuck. I look I fuck. like I fuck. That's what I bring. That's the that's vibe, the vibe I bring. I'm putting out. Like, I feel like that's Pete Davidson all over. Yeah. Yeah. There's like kind of a standoff. Greg keeps saying like, best defense is a good offense. Yeah. David says like, what does that mean? He goes, yeah, I mean, like, it means like the best defense is a good offense like if you're playing basketball yeah well when, he keeps yeah. like not actually elaborating right, right. He's, and he's like you know in sports like, like the best right. defense on, he's man. like yeah i get right. it it's a good offense but like what does that mean to you and right. then greg never actually gets to elaborate yeah. on it so we are left to feel like greg might just be saying that because it sounds smart but isn't like it sounds he heard it and was like that's smart and then Greg, he gets right in David's face, and you're not sure what their deal is. And then he, he kind of like pats him on the back. He's like, I'm going to put myself to bed. Good night. You kids have fun. And he disappears. Okay. So lights are off. Storm puts the lights out. Yes. They're like, whatever, go down the stairs. Well, whatever, whatever. Well, and B heads down the wrong staircase and ends up in the kitchen. So actually, before that happens. Okay. They vote David out. Since they found a body, which was Greg, they vote yeah. on who they think the, the killer is. Yeah, Emma gets accused because she's an actress. Right. That's also when they bring up, like, her and David's sex life where they're like, oh, you... Alice says, like, you guys yeah. never have sex. Right. I mean, that's also when we start seeing them using buzzword terms of, like... Emma's like, well, you always gaslight me. And David's like, what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah, he, he calls it like yeah. he sees it, which is like, he's like, what does that even mean, like, in this context? Like, you're just saying that because it's a thing you fucking heard right. online. Mm -hmm. That's where we're starting in with this. Which... And he's like, she's never had a thought that hasn't been preordained by somebody else. Yeah. So it comes to a head in, like, the penultimate scene where sure. they're all in the dark talking about it. But, like, this is sort of an early seeing of, like, those sorts of... Doubts. Like, yes, those doubts, those ways of considering that discussion, like the the framework that's going around that, where it's very, like, psychobabble. The idea is that they're using words they don't right. fully understand. Or even that you heard it and identify it, but don't necessarily understand enough about it to be slinging it at other people. Okay. You know? 
Yes, which I agree because later in the film when they refer to Sophie as even being a narcissist, I'm like, that's a little bit of an extreme turn. Totally. Just because, you know, she is addicted to drugs that doesn't necessarily make her a narcissist. And she at least took the route to become sober at a point in time. Yeah, I mean, Um, I also also feel like the narcissist that doesn't understand the narcissist is a little different than the narcissist that does understand the narcissist, but that doesn't change their expressions. But I also believe that in this film, for, well, not even in this film, I think in general, the term narcissism is being thrown around a lot nowadays. Sure. Just when anybody is being remotely selfish. Narcissism and selfishness are two different things. Right, sure. right, right. And I mean, like, the counterpoint is people-pleasing, which is... As well, yeah. That is a form of potential narcissism um, manipulation, I want to say, even yeah. more, more self-serving, than... yeah. 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 I think that that's the entire reason why a lot of these buzzwords are used in this film, because a lot of this generation does not necessarily understand the weight of these words or yeah, it's, it's very casually thrown around. Gaslight is thrown around consistently and yeah. uh, a lot for the smallest things. And I'm like, no, lying and gaslighting somebody are two different things. Right. Yes. So Pete Davidson kills himself. Yeah. Pete Davidson dies, gets voted out. They think he's the killer. He uh, throws a little tantrum, smashes something on the mantle, and is like, I fucking hate this game. And he storms out. They, like, hang out, and are, it's chill times for a minute. <laughs> and I forget I what they... think they're not playing a round of slap shot. Oh, yeah, yeah is that what they do? Yeah. I think so. And then the power goes out, and there's like a, oh, meet us at the bottom of the staircase, or whatever kind of thing. And B takes the wrong stairs, ends up in the kitchen. Yeah. And Pete Davidson, like, stumbles up against the glass doors, and his, his neck is sliced. Like, yeah. And she's, like, shocked. And then I think it's Sophie comes down yeah. and like, sees that. Way. And then was like, yeah. oh, fuck. You're at the wrong stairs. And I was like, oh, shit. Goes outside. Pete Davidson dies. He's dead. Pete's dead. So now they're all on guard. What's going on? Yeah. They're accusing Max. They're accusing Greg. What's wrong with Max? We won't get into it right now. We'll explain it later. And then they're like, where's Greg? And it's like, I don't know. He said he was going to bed. So he's probably in her room. They go up to their room. He's not there. They're like, oh, shit. Let's go in his bag. His bag has a map with the house circled on it. It's got like a combat knife. Well, you said he was a vet. He was from Afghanistan. And they're yeah. all, like, kind of freaking the fuck out because they're like, great, this guy you barely know has a fucking map with our house circled on it. Right. She also. knew him for a really long time, like two a weeks. A really long time. Two weeks. He's a Libra moon. That means something. Whole nonsense. What's your moon? Pisces. Interesting. That yeah. makes sense. <laughs> What's your moon? What do you think my moon is? Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. A- Capricorn. Okay, Capricorn. You are more Earth. Okay. I am a Virgo double Capricorn. Okay, that makes I a lot of sense, all though. Earth. That makes so and much sense. Turtles all the way down. Turtles all the way. Like, listen, that makes sense, though, because you give off such a, like, earthy energy, and I've always been like, well, it's just her Virgo. Like, that makes sense. But no, that makes so much sense. And that's Pisces, Aries Moon, and an Aquarius Rising. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So. Wow. Uh, they ma- the kids make their way down to the gym, which I think is like in a basement level. It's like neon yeah. lit and it's yeah. red. And Greg is sleeping there with a. Uh, uh, he's doing some meditation. It's, got, a, it's a face mask a light for mask a seasonal yeah. affective disorder. <laughs> and uh, and it looks creepy as fuck. Yeah, sure. 
just like this guy laying there you think he might have murdered your friend and he's laying there with this neon mask on they accost greg and they wake him up and they're like what the fuck? He has yeah. no idea what the fuck is going on. Well, he's like, he thinks they're fucking with him again. Cause yeah, because they're like, Dave was they're like, Dave's dead. Him. And he's like, yeah, wait, no, Dave killed me. He's yeah. like, we're playing a game, right? Yeah, guys? he's like, the game. And Dave was fucking with he's me. He's like, you guys so. done with werewolf or whatever? And they're like, woo! And he starts like howling. And they're very freaked out because they think he might be the killer. Most of them have uh, knives. He's like, what the fuck is going on? And he managed to disarm like two of them. And he's like, everybody put weapons down. And he puts his down. They put theirs down. And then B clubs him in the back of the head with a weight. A kettlebell. Yes, yes. kettlebell. He like stumbles for a minute. And then she hits him again. And then he really goes down. And he's, mm-hmm. and he's dead. It's kind of the guest feeling to me. Okay. Yeah. The red of the room. The weird lighting. It's the and, lighting, right? The and the intense violence. Sure. After this, I mean, like the, the movie uh, plot wise follows the same sort of thing which is like we are all in agreement we all split up somebody dies we find a body we all accuse each other then we all you know figure out who we think the bad one is then we're all in agreement then we all split up then somebody dies like it keeps doing that kind of like a couple of times Mm -hmm. after greg what emma dies we find emma and that's the staircase yes 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 yeah it's Dave, then Greg, which we all see. So in between that, that's when Sophie relapses because then she starts to hallucinate Emma for like a moment. Once she is like decides to like go through all her stuff, she finds the cocaine, takes the cocaine. Yeah, she takes the little cocaine. That's I in, think that's so. What is it? She she looks through like all the games in the game room. No, and then, no okay. Oh, sorry. So she does cocaine in Alice and Greg's room. They had okay. some lines out on the bedside table, so she does one of them. And then she's in the game room in David's house and finds Xanax and then eventually gives it to Emma. She finds Xanax? Yeah. In the game? Yeah. In the little baggie? Yeah. In uh, in one of the ping pong balls in the baggie. And she ends up giving it to Emma who like kisses her and is like, isn't that what you want? And she's like, do you want this? And she gives it to her. So yeah, Emma ends up, she trips down the stairs correct well we don't see what happens to her we just find her in a little bit dead at the bottom of the stairs there's blood on the walls it's a lot of blood yeah yeah where, oh we should mention greg jordan says like he was in like afghanistan or whatever you said he was a vet and alice right. goes he was a veterinarian <laughs> he was a veterinarian's assistant yeah and they're like oh and then immediately jordan pivots to like oh well whatever he was an outsider. Yeah. He fucking killed. He killed fucking Dave. Yeah, this right. was immediately after he was murdered. They're right. just like, yeah, that's not what we meant by vet. Right. Uh, Instead of being like, oh fuck, I misunderstood. Like, holy shit, I might have accidentally incriminated this person and gotten him killed by B. All this was an accident and was crazy, but like, we could stop it now. But instead, she's like, well, he was an outsider. It's fucking crazy. I mean, that's the oh, within like two tale within like two lines thing. of dialogue it goes from we killed him to B killed him. Yeah, Emma dies. We talked about. Yeah, that. they they she's at the bottom of the stairs. We mentioned it's like the staircase. Did she fall? Was she pushed? There's blood on the walls. There's blood on the stairs. A lot of fucking blood. It's yeah. Oh, Alice is the one that finds her. Everyone turns on B. They throw her out of the house into the storm. B keeps trying to get in, you know, they, they keep running to the next door and locking it, and she keeps trying to get in, and they lock it, whatever. She runs to Sophie's car. Yeah, this is a fun detail. When they are looking through people's rooms, 
earlier when they're earlier. looking for Greg. Yeah. They go into Jordan's room and she finds a B. B finds a mustard yellow bra and Jordan goes like what are you going to find in my bra? Yeah, he's not hiding in my bra. Right. Yeah. And she puts it down. And then the car, she has some Cheetos and then she's like Yeah, she eats some around. Cheetos, she changes into dry clothes. Yeah. And she's digging through, yeah, all the clothes, and, and she and finds, finds a mustard yellow panties. Jordan and Sophie maybe had a tryst. Maybe no, they definitely didn't, did. But they definitely did. Absolutely yeah. did. Yeah. B gets changed, and yeah, she sees the suspicious yellow underwear. She heads back in, but not before seeing Jordan with a gun. Yeah, she takes a gun out through of... the window. Yeah. Right? yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, B heads in through a dog door, which I think is like I mean they they foreshadow it that earlier. She's in the kitchen area, and she like. There's like all kind of a long shot of the dog door that I didn't notice the first time, but I definitely noticed the second time, knowing that that was how she got back in. But uh, I think it's also, you know, symbolic of classism. Yeah, diminutive. Of like, yeah, yeah, like you're having to crawl in and, you know, you're a dog, you're lesser than, you know, that kind of thing. I think it's not accidental that that's how she gets back in. She's got a hammer and she finds the group and they're, you know, they're all together and they're b- bullshit and whatever and... They're like, how did you get back in here? And B immediately starts in on like, hey, Jordan has a gun. And, okay. Jordan does have a gun. She denies it a whole lot. She shifts blame, shifts focus to B. Talks about like, hey, I Googled you. And nobody with your email address, because she got her email address off her earlier, nobody by, you know, your name graduated from that college. And so B's like, okay. Uh, I didn't. I didn't graduate. I went for one semester. My mom was having a hard time. I moved back here and, you know, I was taking care of her. She has borderline. She's not necessarily doing great, but like, I didn't, I didn't want to tell you. Like, it's a new relationship. It's a lot to dump on somebody. And that's why. And she's like, also, I lost my job at Game Hut or whatever Game she calls Hut, it. Yeah. Sophie's like, well, where did you go when I dropped you off at the mall? And she's like, I just went to the food court and sat there. She's like, I've been applying at places, but, like, that's it. I was embarrassed. I didn't want you to be ashamed of me. And um, Jordan's like, oh, that is bullshit. Can you fucking believe this? And then a whole bunch of shit comes out, like, all at once. Uh, that's fucking lovely. Alice chimes in with her whole... Yeah, well, when she says her mom is borderline, Alice is like, oh, mental health is so important. I've never told anybody this, but I have body dysmorphia. And Jordan's like, shut the fuck up, Alice, which is, like, really funny. Because, yes... Shut the fuck up, Alice. They basically all air each other's dirty laundry. They're all, again, they're all just, like, shifting blame onto somebody else by being like, it couldn't possibly be me because, like, this person is more flawed than me. So we find out Alice always plays the victim. Sophie had to be narked out uh, into rehab. You know, her friends had to, like, narc to her dad about her. Sophie and Jordan fucked. Sophie writes, quote-unquote, creative nonfiction. Uh, Jordan calls B a psychopath, and Sophie says, don't call her a psychopath that's so ableist. Yeah. Which is really funny. Um, Alice reveals that Sophie wanted David to talk to Sophie's parents about, like, unlocking her trust so she could have access to money. Which, like, we do get a glimpse of that early in the film, but, like, it's kind of forgotten pretty quickly. And she's like, that's the only reason you're here. Like, you don't give a shit about anybody. You're just here... So that David would talk to your parents and, you know, unlock your trust. And and that's when she's like, feelings are facts. And then yes. Sophie's, Jordan. Jordan's like, facts are facts. She's like, she's like, no, they're not. Facts are facts. Mm-hmm. Which is, again, I was like, okay, I like Jordan now. <laughs> she's a lunatic. She has a gun. 
But she is technically right. Like, feelings are not facts. To be honest. Facts are facts. Through the whole entire movie, I felt like she was the most relatable character because she seemed to have it together the most. She was like, okay, facts are facts. This is what it is. Like, y'all are fucking around. She is, like, overly aggressive and confrontational. Oh, definitely. Yeah. uh, Where, like, early on, (laughs) I'm like, you're an asshole. And then later, I'm like, all right, you're an asshole, but you are the most right of all these fucking people. She tells B specifically yeah. we fucked and she, she she says to sophie like does does b know does mm-hmm. she know that you texted me on uh, my way up here and begged me to stop by your place and then we fucked in your car and then she turns to b and she's like check her texts i feel like in that moment is to take that thing and be like oh this says something about me but also doesn't it say more about the other person that I'm talking about here that also did this thing with me? It's a distraction. Yeah, I mean, I don't think like, there was anybody but, good in the whole movie. But you can see from... Except maybe Max, we don't know enough about him. Which, that's right. the point, right? Like, in the beginning scene, when Sophia and B Or not Sophia, Sophie and B show up, you can see that Jordan is paying an extreme amount of attention to them. Oh, definitely. Even then. Oh, yeah, she's definitely overly invested in... So I already knew that there was something going on. You know, you're like, okay, either they used to be lovers or they are lovers or she has a crush on her. I was willing to bet that, like, I was willing to take that, like, Jordan is just a really defensive friend who doesn't like outsiders. Jordan is, like, not cool from the jump. Kind of seems like she's on the ball and then immediately is like, no, 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 like, I'm a piece of shit. We fucked. you, You find out that all of them fucking suck. She seems like maybe, maybe this is the best one out of everybody in the group. But it turns out, no. Everybody in the group is toxic for a reason. It's yeah. to show you the different and, levels of toxicity within this friend group, which yeah. is causing them to all immediately turn on each other. Oh, yeah. And and Jordan has a gun, which is true. Like, uh, when B shows up, she's like, she has a gun. And empty your pockets. And Jordan's like, I got nothing. Uh, then once things really kind of, like, come to a head, Jordan goes to, like, the couch. I guess she stuck the gun in the couch and she pulls the gun out. And um, my favorite thing is, like, Alice all of a sudden is like, oh, shit. <laughs> Sophie tries the race card where she's like, oh, well, the black girl has a, a a Coke problem and it's a problem. But like her best friend who is white and male does it and it's no big deal. And it's like and uh, immediately Jordan's like, no, you overdosed like three times. Like I was in the ambulance with you three separate fucking times where you overdosed like Pete might do Coke, but you're overdosing and having to go to the hospital. It's different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when she's like, that's why we had to narc you out to your friends. Like, it's everybody trying to be like, no, no, it's not me. It's something else. It's some other, it's society is the problem. It's like not wanting to take advantage, uh, accountability for their actions, which are kind of shitty. They're at least self-serving or indulgent, if not actively harmful to other people. Absolutely. It's like, I don't know, eight minutes of the scene. It's just like every line is like digging up more bullshit about each other. Um, Jordan hates Alice's podcast. Yeah. She uh, hate listens to it. She hate listens to it. And Alice, this is why we stand Alice in this house. She's like, she's like, making a podcast is like a lot of work. You have to organize the guests. You have to create a Google calendar. I was like, yeah, we barely do those things. <laughs> I was like, we organize the guests, sure, but we're, I don't have a Google calendar. I'm just very organized. I love B's like, what's your podcast about? And she's like, Hang out with your funniest, smartest friend or whatever. <laughs> Jordan, like, groans. 
And she's like, did you just groan when I said hang out with your funniest, smartest friend? And she rolls around. She's like, like that! <laughs> like, it's so bad. And she's like screaming at Jordan, and Jordan just shoots her in the leg. <laughs> and then Amelia's like, I didn't shoot you. I didn't do that. I didn't. You made me do that. And I was like, fuck, this is so fucked. It's so toxic. Oh my god. It's like, it's hilarious, and also like, every muscle in me is like tense and like just like tightened up and cringing even oh. alice being like i've never been shot before it really, it really hurts. hurts yeah <laughs> so they struggle for the gun yes and alice gets shot again and this time she is dead jordan has the gun and she's pointing at sophie because like they had a relationship before the events of the movie and i i mean i guess jordan is not uh, over it and the fact that Sophie and she slept together you know prior to the events of the movie like just prior she thought maybe things would play out differently but they're not so she's got her gun pointed at Sophie B catches Jordan off guard they struggle and B like kind of hip checks her up over the railing mm-hmm. and she falls down onto the bar uh, or like a bar cart which is like stocked with like bottles yes so she's all fucked up, and it's so goddamn funny. She's, like, laying there. She's all fucked up. Maybe it's only, like, a one-story fall. It's not, like, the worst thing ever. But she's really, like, cut up in, real ba- in a bad way. And she, like, She's just look- fucked up. Let's go talk to her Let's now. Let's go talk to him now. And she- but she looks up at, uh, at B and Sophie, and she's like, Check her texts. And I was like, that's pretty funny. But then she immediately starts shooting at them, too. Yeah. Where she's like, check Dude. the text. I don't care. I'll just shoot you. Bop, 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 bop. It's yeah. so funny. This is also, there were five shots before she went over the railing. Yeah. And there were, I mean, at least five shots when After. she was on the floor. It's funny because well, I really thought about that. And I was like, this tiny gun does not hold this many bullets. No, I think it does. Uh, you can have an extended magazine, but still. Not even an extended like, magazine. Average magazine is like 12 eight. or 13. Oh, I thought it was eight. It depends on the gun. Okay. And I don't know enough about guns to know what that was. I thought it was a pistol and... It's a pistol, but like, is it a Desert Eagle? Okay. I don't know. Right, you don't know. I think that's like a 13 magazine. Okay. I think it's a 13 round magazine. Okay. And I only know that because I've read Dean Koontz books. (laughs) Dude has done his gun research and every time he talks about guns, it's always like, well, Desert Eagle has a 16 magazine, whatever. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I don't care about this. I'm not a gun guy. Jordan is dying, shoots up at, at Sophie and B. Sophie and B like run away. They huddle somewhere. They have a little heart to heart where B's like, I'm afraid of you because Jordan's obviously lying, obviously manipulating her, obviously slept with Jordan. And it's not just owning up to like, yeah, that happened. I fucked up. I'm sorry. Whatever. Also, like, you know, Sophie's been using again now that things got crazy and people started showing up dead. Things are chaotic so they split up, and B is like hiding from her. Well, they don't even split up. But B runs from her, yeah. and that's what I mean. Like that's not they're not together anymore. That's what I meant. Sorry. So Ooh. yeah, B like flees from her, and then is hiding from her. Yeah. And uh, Sophie's looking for her, doesn't find her, and then it's morning. B goes outside onto the like back deck where uh, David's dead ass body is, and the pool is, and all that, and. Sophie, like, comes up and, like, grabs her aggressively from behind, which, to be fair, a lot of the time in the movie we see her embracing B from behind. Yeah. Like, that's pretty frequent. So she grabs her. She's like, I'm so, I've am i been so worried about you. I was looking all over for you. 
Yeah, uh, that tension of we're not sure if it's different this time or right. not. Yeah. And they sort of like face each other, they embrace, and then it turns out B has the gun and she's mm-hmm. pointed at Sophie and she's like, I want to see your texts. I want to see your text with Jordan. And she like pulls her phone out and she's like, no. And she's like, give it to me. And Sophie throws it. In they the like mud. We yeah, mud wrestle for right. it. Right. There was a big storm pool. all night. So yeah. everything is covered in like leaves and mud. Yeah. So they're both like scrabbling across the deck for it mm-hmm. and they're fighting. They fall in the pool at one point. They come up out of the pool. And when they come out of the pool, B grabs a phone and opens it, like activates it and realizes it's not Sophie's phone. It's David's. So she goes over to his dead ass and opens his eyes Mm -hmm. and does the face recognition. Mm -hmm. And that unlocks it. And apparently he was trying to record his version of the saber opening of a champagne bottle. With Tyga's board in the house. Board in the house board. I'm board in the motherfucking house board. I'm board and board in the house motherfucking. I'm board and board and board in the house. And the house is boring and I'm bored and I'm bored in the house and I'm bored and I'm bored in the house and the house is boring and I'm bored and I'm bored in the motherfucking house. Cork off the bottle and it doesn't do it. He tries it like eight times. Then he does doing it towards him and then he hits himself in the fucking throat. And we realize, oh, no one slices his throat. Yeah, he slices no his own goddamn David. throat because he's Pete Davidson. David. He's an idiot. Uh, and then Mac shows up. Oh, God. At the very end. That's it. Yeah. A, a guy walks in. We don't know who 20, it is. The whole movie. Hour. The whole movie we've been talking about. Maybe it's Max. Maybe Max is responsible for it. We find out that we find out early that Max hit David. And that's why David has a black eye for the part of the movie. And he doesn't. He's like, yeah, he just ran up and hit me. I don't know why. No big deal. And then later on, we find out they were all on mushrooms, and Max uh, revealed that he has secretly been in love with Emma the whole time, and then that probably led to why he attacked David. Then he disappeared. He drove off, or walked off, or whatever the fuck. He, he fucked off he for the off entirety was, of a storm. He was the other car that brought them all up here. Sure. Yeah. And uh, so now he shows up again, and he goes, what the fuck happened? And the last line of the movie is B going... I have service. And I have that's reception. It. I have reception. Reception, yeah. yeah. And that's it. That's how the movie ends. So I don't know enough about how phones work to not be annoyed, but I just think it's very convenient that it's like she's uh B is literally fighting this is my issue with the whole ending of the movie. B is fighting potentially to the death with Sophie. They're mm-hmm. fighting like fighting fighting, fist fighting, scrabbling across the deck mm-hmm. for this phone. She, uh, B finds the phone, realizes it's not Sophie's phone, gets up, walks over to where David is lying dead, unlocks the phone, comes back, lays back down next to Sophie where they were. Then they watch the movie. They watch the little video of him trying to do a TikTok and killing himself by accident. And then Max comes in and they're like, I have... What is it? Reception. 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 Yeah, and you hear bling, bling, bling. Right, all, all the, the all the through. notifications from all night because the and we see the fountains come back on, which yeah. apparently they're on like an electric timer or whatever. Yeah. I my whole thing is like I understand what they're saying, mm-hmm. which is like how insular things seem like they're more important than they are. Like earlier in the film, it was life and death because people were literally living or dying. Because sure. we thought there was a murderer until, like, we realized there wasn't. Yeah. But now there's still the same life or death quality of struggle over did you fuck that girl or not? Well, and 
But then, as soon as somebody from outside comes in and is like, hey, what the fuck happened? That bubble pops and it's like, oh, I don't, I'm not interested in that right now. This is, a, now it's, uh, I don't know what to say. I have signal. I have reception. Yeah. So I, I really, I think it's, I think it's saying a lot about the way people interact with their phones and the insular, um, almost, what's the, um, parasocial like mm-hmm. relationships they develop with people even if you know in this case they're they're actual physical people but they're all not interacting with each other in a real way they're interacting mm-hmm. with each other in a very buzzwordy clickbaity kind of way so i haven't seen this as part of a dissection of this but there may be a lord of the flies element where as soon as they're outside observers even not even input, but just sure. observation. It drastically changes the way that you are interacting with people in this bubble. And that when you are in the bubble, it is very terrifying, but also disconnected. It's it's youth, specifically. Got it. Being cut off from other structures of like social mores. And in this instance, it's technology. Yes. And, okay. Right. Yes. They're, they're not able to be on their phone. Yes. They're not able to check in yes. with yeah. whatever. They're not yes. able to tweet about right. their feelings or right. whatever. And that there is no pig. It is just that Pete Davidson still has some throat with this. Sure. So it triggers the risk right. of reaction. Yeah. Right. Instead of there's a monster out there, yes. it's a pit. It turns out yes. to be a pig. It's like there's right. a murder out there. No, Pete Davidson killed right. himself because he's right. an idiot. Right. And now we are all monsters right. because we all turn right. on each other immediately. Right. Right. It is that's interesting. It is shadows from the flame growing large behind us. Mm-hmm. It is that. Okay. Now you're adding in the 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 parable of the cave. Okay. Yes, but no, but yes. I mean, I get what she's saying, but like, that's a, it's a a separate, yeah, Yeah. no, it's a separate landscape upon which to build your metaphor. Is yes, but no, but yes, but no. I think it is more directly uh, relatable to Lord of the Flies, which is funny because I'm. I think it's more directly relatable to Lord of the Rings. Here's why: Uh, they're all (laughs) short. Pete Davidson is Gimli. Pete Davidson obviously Gimli. Yeah. Gilby's like, you're going to have my axe. And then he cut his yes, own head off. Right. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows that scene. Yeah. Did you not read that? I know you read the IMDb trivia. What? Lee Pace practiced the saber opening a champagne bottle with his... He played he, uh, Thurindil, I think, is the oh. character he played in the Lord of the Rings. He practiced it with the sword they gave him. He, no, I, I didn't. didn't. That. That's Is he one of the Elvish? What a... um, it's been a long time since I saw the Lord of the Rings movies. Elven King Thranduil. They gave him a blonde wig, that's why I don't remember. Yeah, that's exactly who he is. I was like, I know this uh, motherfucker. Yeah, apparently when they wrapped, they gave him like a replica of Thranduil's sword. Oh, fine. And so when he was practicing the opening the champagne thing, he did it at his house with that sword. With the wig on and everything. I'm sure, yeah. (laughs) But that's uh, very funny to me. Like him, him being like, I gotta practice this thing so I don't So I have fucking, this thing from Lord of the so Rings. So I don't botch yeah. it. And he's just like, oh, I got this fucking elvish sword lying around. Try it out. Yeah. He's like, ah, la roi la him. Dude, Lee Pace seems like a very cool dude. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, Okay, that's the end of the movie. I kind of talked about... My only issue with the movie is the ending. I, I don't like the ending. I don't like the convenience of... I found this phone. My first instinct will be to unlock it. Like, I'm in a fight 
with you over you might have fucked somebody else and that means enough to me to threaten you with a gun. So I find this phone, my first instinct is not to look for your phone, but to unlock this phone and see what's on it. And I don't know if this is a thing. Like, if you die doing a TikTok... You die doing a TikTok, you die in real life. You die in real life. Uh, is that, does your phone lock on that, like, the first thing when you open your phone would be, like, the unsent TikTok? So, I would assume, because I know, I, I don't have TikTok, but I know that reels work that way. Like, if I was to walk, lock my phone and would be doing okay. a reel, if I unlocked my phone, it would open on the reel, because it is a video. It would video, just, like, replay. And would yeah. just continue okay. to play. So, I think that that was true to okay. what it should I, be. That, that um, wasn't a thing that, like, bothered me, bothered me. I was just like, I don't know if that's how that accurate. would work yeah. but i still think it's weird that like yes in the middle of what was actually a life or death struggle for a phone you'd be like well this isn't the right phone but i will see what's on it it just felt very convenient to like p- paying off the plot hey we have to show that like this was all for nothing and he's an idiot and like they're all kind of idiots I mean, because of it they're the transitive property but it is also the thing that kicked off everything fucking else so if Green no has, i i get it but in Green that moment have, in um, that moment of like fighting over your phone to see if you texted somebody about having sex with them. Yeah. Like, I would be like, oh, wait, this is a different thing. Let me investigate this now. That seems weird. Yeah. I mean, that wasn't my biggest beef with it. I do agree that the behavior is weird, but it was to set up the fact, and that's where my, my problem is with the movie. My problem with the movie is the ending is so sloppy. It was to set up the fact that it was like, oh, David actually killed himself and look at how fast everybody turned on each other because he killed himself. But like the way that everything was set up at the end, like if you had extended it even five more minutes and created a little bit more storyline there, it would have like come together so much easier. I also don't think you need Max. I don't think that, I don't think the like, He's just there for the laugh at the end and for being a red herring for the rest of the movie. Yeah, but I don't even think he really works yeah. as a red herring. He's no. barely mentioned no, enough no, to be, like, no, a concern. No. Um, my my bigger thing is that, like, that penultimate scene Which with one? Jordan and okay. Sophie and B and Alice until Alice gets shot is so impactful that I wish we could have managed to do that more earlier in the film. And there's bits of it. There's, like, little... Like, when, um... They're like, oh, Emma's talked about how fucked up your relationship with David is and that you guys don't have good sex and this and the other thing. Like, there's little bits of that, but it doesn't ever reach that same crescendo that it does in that one sequence. Well, that's and, that's okay. story structure. Like, yes. It can't reach that too early, or no. else the rest of the movie no. is in decline. No. no, I know. I just feel like I didn't feel enough rising action. I felt like it was flat, flat, flat. This was interesting, and then it got... And then it was the end of the movie. Yes. Like, I wish that we had a better build. I wish that we had more of this, like interpersonal fighting I guess was the most interesting part of the movie I feel like I don't have a direct way of being like oh if we heard more from Emma it would be great like I don't know but that but more I didn't feel as spellbound by these like group discussions of problems until this penultimate act until right before 
Jordan gets flipped over the railing. Yeah, it was almost like we have too large of a group, right? right. So you're narrowing it down to the people in the group that seem yeah. to have the more connection. Yeah. So all the other interactions between people in the group seem like they don't care as much yeah. or aren't or, as close. Or, aren't or as big of a deal for us, the audience. Yeah. And like it's almost downplayed certain deaths because it's like, sure. okay, well, Greg is new. Like, But even Emma's death was very like... Oh, Emma. oh, Emma's She's dead. Dan's girlfriend. Like, like, right, where it didn't feel as impactful, and all the little like group scrums beforehand didn't feel as intense. I agree. Interesting. And yeah. that's where I feel like this movie, because there's a lot that it owes to other, you know, Agatha Christie or like other whodunit like locked room mysteries sure. kind of things it doesn't ever reach that like really like good tension until that ending like the best part of bodies 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 is probably the last like 15 20 minutes and that's where i'm just kind of like yeah i, I agree with you I'm trying, I'm trying to think i'm trying to think if i think there was a way to salvage right that. Right, like it's tough because it's 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 beef. like boots up like reconfiguring. But I don't these I don't find the first structures. chunk as uninteresting or unengaging as you well, seem to. It's fine. It's just well, it's about no heart. we're there's not no... yeah we're well, not necessarily building to anything worthwhile. Like well, I've, no, I've watched movies that have moment, had a slow burn. Okay. Moment moment to moment, yeah. we build to we build to Greg's death. And yes. then we build to alienating B. Yes. And then once B returns, then you have the scene that you like. Yes. And I think those two movements are very important. Yes. Uh, I feel like structurally maybe, and narratively, but like... We maybe took too long to get there, maybe? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sh- but yeah. But also, yeah. like, I get that we're really, like, laying some track. Yeah. I, again, it's not an easy fix. It would be, like, getting somebody in there that really knows how to get... You well, know, and that was the weird part about it. Motivations right? out of characters, but in a way that doesn't feel like it's you know regurgitating backstory, right? Yeah, Absolutely, okay. and yeah. like they were so quick to jump on the fact that like, how long have you known Greg, Alice? But they then later, later also, after B breaks funny. up from them, they... like her whole thing is so good with that. Yeah. What. Alice's whole thing of like, well, I've known him a long time. Well, it was two weeks, but he's a Libra moon. That's important. Right. Like, yeah, like, like that, that whole thing whole is so funny. It's so well played. And then, but I don't know. They like, transition to asking Sophie about how long she's known B. But that takes a well, good portion of the movie to what? kind of even bring that up. I mean, you know? oh, to go that's, from that to like, yeah, yeah. Funny. And, and I. Sure. But I get it, but that it's later to be funny, but then she goes, you know what, actually, yeah, I, I did lose my job at the Game Hut, and yeah. I this and that, and it proves how much she really, truly doesn't know her, even though she did yeah. know her longer than technically Alice knew Greg. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it was kind of weird that they didn't immediately be like, well, this bitch, I also don't know her. Like, there are two people here we don't know. Yeah, that's the that's that's the function that Greg serves is he's a man, therefore Absolutely. he is like more capable, quote unquote, uh, and he's older. Therefore, he's like an, uh, even more of an unknown quantity. He's, you know, whatever. Well, and they also think yeah. he's a vet. Yeah, like, they assume him to be but like, uh, but armed and dangerous. Authority right, but even, even that respect. aside, like, yeah, he's odd. 
he's not their age and mm-hmm. he's, you know, a guy, therefore more likely to be violent. Sure. Like that's, yeah, you know, that's the, the, the but, you know, implication. But yeah, that's why they first in, focus on him. This situation. Yeah. But I mean, you know, they first focus on him and then yeah, and I understand I, that Emma's death is technically an accident, but I would have yeah, immediately shifted. Oh, yeah. Of, no, no, I see. You know, I'm just I'm just these, saying like that these people that are on the outskirts of the relationships are in similar levels of being not yeah. very well known. Anybody that's not part of the group yeah. is suspect, yes. Right. Yeah, and yeah, like, 100%. you know, obviously yeah. even anybody inside the group, but I'm saying my shift would have immediately changed to her, and I feel like it took them a moment to really change their, and Jordan was the only one that was really changing the direction and asking those questions. Yeah. And was like, hey, look, we really don't know her either. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I agreed with her in that standpoint. I'm like, I would have said the same thing and would have done the same thing so can we also talk about how this group is totally suspect because they do I'm not... sorry do you mean sus yeah Seems... they're, they're super su- it's, it is it is very among us you said um, that earlier yeah okay yeah I continue to say it is very among us but also they did not like her zucchini bread which I think is rude as hell yeah <laughs> I brought you zucchini bread Dave I brought you some zucchini bread but it's funny because I immediately thought of Allison zucchini bread when she handed it to her and I was like I, hell yeah I think yeah. the first thing that you've had that I baked <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Allison, I will a, never shut a, up about it someone of eastern European descent is very uh, offended half, half but very yes. offended yeah zucchini bread is dope can it be. Is. It's not always. Okay. It's actually frequently not good. If okay. you know how to do it, it's like okay. the fuck. It's well. like meatloaf, where it's like, oh, okay. a lot of people do it bad, but okay. if you do it good, it's okay. great. Zucchini bread. When I do it, it's dope because I have heart. Yeah, Allison is good. Truth. Allison's yeah. good at be- zucchini bread and okay. meatloaf. Uh, do we have anything else we want to mention from the film, or oh, can God. we vote and I, end this I goddamn thing? Yes, yeah, standout moments. Again, very, like... very darkly. I think funny. that the acting in the movie was good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think the yeah. cast is great. Also, yeah. I mean, again, this was... With the exception of that Max motherfucker who doesn't do goddamn shit, I think everybody else is really good. This was mostly entirely lit by the actors themselves. Yes. So I wanted to talk a little bit about this. I was going to talk about this when I when I voted. But yeah, there's... Um, so watching it the first time, I just sort of watched the movie and was trying to figure out what was going on. But watching it uh, yesterday for this, you know, I knew what was coming, so I was able to more like just watch the movie. And there's some fucking great, great, cinematography um and some of it is you know incidental because like it's not 100 percent quote-unquote like directed it's like oh yes um as allison was saying like every character in this movie is like carrying most of their own light like i read a breakdown of like each kind of light that they're using represents their personalities and Alice whatever, has whatever. a lot of glow sticks because she always wants to be in the center of attention and you know sure B is using her phone because she uses her phone to talk to her mom and blah 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 like, sure yes. and Jordan's got a headlamp because she faces things head on whatever the fuck, the fuck. it doesn't it doesn't yeah. matter but the point is like it's all these like incidental and all diff- slightly different like means of lighting and in that regard, and I, I read that there was some like cheating that the, 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 the cinematographer was like next to the camera with a little flashlight to help mm-hmm. light certain scenes. But I was yeah. like, I don't I don't notice it and I don't care. But in that regard, it reminds me of the Dogma 95 films, um, which was a Lars von Trier Oh boy! Okay. Uh, thing he he was, I didn't see any of these. But he was part of this art collective. Yeah. Mm-hmm who started this uh, Dogma 95 initiative, which was, like, these certain rules about cinema, which were, like, 
I don't know, highfalutin fucking fancy pants yeah, art school film. Beyond that, but you know, but one like, of the big yeah. things. So I've only seen one of them, and it was the, I think the first one. And even in the first one, they immediately broke all the fuck not all the rules, but they broke some of the rules. Right. It's supposed to be using only found or natural light. Like you can't bring in lighting mm-hmm. rigs. And I believe in this they used in 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 it's called celebration. In that they used lighting that wasn't present in the rooms they were filming in but was present in the location yeah cool right right it's like immediately being like well i found a workaround for this thing and you're like cool like i want to i do want to make this thing more true and more pure but i also want it to look like great art and sometimes you have to fudge shit (sighs) This movie kind of also does that, where it's like, oh, most of this, the vast majority of shots and scenes are lit with glow sticks, headlamp, flashlights, phone lights, flashlight, you know, all that kind of shit. It's, you know, they, they I'm sure they worked it out with the cinematographer to be like, oh, you know, do this, whatever. Or did enough takes that you got good ones. But there's just like, there's some great fucking shots. Yeah. Um, B and Sophie looking over the railing yeah. because uh, Jordan is down on the ground like and has the headlamp shining up on them. And yeah. like that's probably not the actual headlamp light. It's probably sure. a, a, a shop a light. Lamp. Yeah. But like, boy, it, it's such a fucking great shot. Like, yeah. they're contrasted. You know, the, the banister is projecting shadows on their bodies. They're peeking their like shoulders and heads over the railing. Mm-hmm. And then they're in this like these little halos of light against the ceiling, which is like all dark. Looks fucking great just like little moments like that there's stuff where there's like weird reflections when they all go out and get into sophie's car and they're trying to leave and then they realize that the uh, battery's dead because b accidentally left the mirror light on i guess sophie has like a reflective or sequin like shirt or something like hanging over the back of her seat the driver's Mm -hmm. seat so somebody's flashlight or whatever is reflecting off it. So they're all just like covered in these little disco ball, like beads of light. Mm-hmm. It's fucking great. Yeah. There's a scene. I don't remember what the actual scene is, but there's a scene where uh, somebody has their light shining on like jealousy, like paned windows mm-hmm. that cast a bunch of like little mm-hmm. weird wobbly reflections on the whole room. And mm-hmm. it looks great. When they're looking into first couple of rooms, there's a lot of light into the camera. Yeah. Where... It's light artifacts. Guess, and... Yeah, it's getting more of a claustrophobic vibe to yeah. the whole like. Yeah, you can't see anything. Rooms. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I loved. Uh, there's a couple of great moments. Uh, I guess it's during the end when B is like hiding from Sophie, yes. okay. and she goes in and like hides behind. I think it's like a chair. It's a yeah. Is it like yeah? yeah and there's some like, kind of. But like... there's like some big green like palm things, yeah. mm-hmm. and the uh, the carpet is like purple. Yep. And but you just get this like couple of seconds of like bright purple carpet, like green palm fronds, and like this backlighting, yep. and it's just like it's so graphically interesting. Yeah. It's such a great image. They're like mm-hmm. yeah. If it was a music video, you just linger with that. That would be your lighting yeah. for like a whole shot, like a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And everybody be like. Oh, great. Song's great. Bored in the house. Bored in the house. Bored. Uh. (laughs) All in all, though, I have to say, I think this is a great watch. I think this is, like, not the most fun uh, thing. I think, actually, it's very tense. It really, even on the second watch, it really fucking stressed me out. Um, I mean, that's, I think, good. I think that was intentional. I think that's what they wanted. Oh, yeah. I'm just giving people a heads up. Okay. Is it too real? This? 
Yeah. Yeah, the way they treat each other, even even if it's hyper stylized and, sure. and, and inflated, feels realistic to that era of drama. The okay. the way drama felt like when I was in my twenties, like everything was a big fucking deal. Everything was the end of the fucking world. You couldn't possibly just tell these people to fuck off and stay out of your life. That would be impossible. It's not. It's mm-hmm. not. Just do that. Try that thing I just said. If somebody pisses yeah. you off, be like, I do not need this. I am good. And go fucking get right with God. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Go to rehab and then flip everybody off. But yeah. yeah. I mean, if you do have to go to rehab, go to rehab. Absolutely. But mm-hmm. like, that's not like what I'm saying. I'm not saying like, oh yeah, go to rehab. And then, it's like, you might not even need to do yeah. it. You just might get not your even fucking... need to find everybody to flip everybody off. Just... Yeah, no. Fucking ghost. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Okay. Sure. You don't owe people shit. I didn't think about comparing this to Lord of the Flies until we were talking about it. How about Lord of the Rings? <laughs> no, I think that's actually a cogent point that I just kind of fell backwards into. Much like Jordan falling off that balcony. hi Because mm. Lord of the Rings is all about leaving kids. Lord of the a... Rings? Not Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Flies. <laughs> Lord of the Flies is all about leaving youths yes. in a situation where they are not... Equipped. Influenced by society, and so their but they're also, animalistic but it's, impulses. It's the are duel left of they're le- not in, they're not yes. influenced by anything, but they're also not equipped for what they need to do. Yes, man is noble, man is beast, and yeah. Oh, you're just talking about being boys. Um, no, I mean like that's that's okay. always been my read. Yeah, yeah, that's always been yeah. my read on Lord of the Flies. Yeah. Is, is it's very like look the, look what they do when no one's looking, but it's like but also you've put them in an extraordinary circumstance. Sure. It's not like you yeah. left them alone in a school to run a school, a world they're familiar with. Right. You put them on an island and we're like, figure out how to live. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, if you're trying to write yeah. a parable about, like, human nature and the way we will betray our humanity and become animals, uh-huh. then the best way to do it would be to put them in a scenario that they should reasonably know how to act in. Right. And but without supervision and then watch to. them fail right. to do it. Not put them in a crazy thing. Okay. Like, that's always been my read on, well, on Lord of the Flies, which is like, okay, but like, who the fuck are you going to throw on an island and have act normal as fuck? Yeah. Who's going to get up at 8 a.m. and be like, time to go to the island office. I'm going to go and sit here I, for eight hours I, and pretend to enter fucking files. I, it's like, no, no one does that. That would be even weirder than the fucking kids. Yes. I think the other thing, though, is that like, Devoid of society, what is? They're not going to be on a desert island and be like, oh, let's establish a mayorship and, you know, this is the, you know, like, they're not going to fucking invent SEPTA and... Right, but what do you... Are you saying that is what they should be doing or not? Um, Or that that's a reasonable explanation or a reasonable expectation of their actions? It isn't a reasonable expectation, but that also that that might be the first inclination is to try okay. to emulate things that they have been trained for, but also... Interesting. Okay. You're still going so to So you're be... leaning more towards a they should have Swiss Family robinson it. We're like, well, Swiss Family Robinson, they landed, they yeah. created a, a quote-unquote normal um, house. It was in a tree, but it was normal. Yeah. And they created like a normal family unit, yeah. quote-unquote. Like, they yeah, had like they, a monkey they, friend or whatever, but it was quote-unquote normal. house in the house norm. Right, right, right. No, I... (laughs) We're getting away from things. And I think I did have something cogent being like, this is kind of... Okay, I'm sorry. 
if you put Gen Z in a situation where they are in a War of the Flies thing and where right, cut you, off from the wider world, and where you do have something exceptional happening, where you are extrapolating more sinister forces at work than what is actually there. Right, you're finding dead bodies. Yes. And I mean the very first one is by accident and then everything right, but they after don't know that, that. It, Yeah. No, I know. It's, no, no, it's no, again yeah. it's the it's the shadow puppets. It's the you know, by the campfire right. and these things are scary. So Allison, was this a hate watch or a great watch for you? I think it's worth a watch. It's not a perfect movie. There are some things I wish was done better, like I think I started to say I kind of wish that there was a more consistent dramatic tone throughout all of the like confrontational sequences yeah but it's it's not for everybody there's some good stuff here it's got good bones i yeah. guess you know um some parts that are very funny it's got a very like modern parlance which i think is fun and interesting in and of itself oh that's the thing i wanted to mention yeah uh after the first time i watched it i i wasn't sure if the tone was supposed to be like mocking gen z or if it was just incidentally written with this like language or uh, not but yes. watching it the second time i was like no it's definitely making fun of but not it's not making fun of gen z the the point of the thing isn't boy gen z is stupid yeah the point of the thing is like this particular point of view is stupid and this particular point of view can only inherently exist in gen z it's a, a problem that is unable to have existed a, before now part sure. of me yes absolutely i think that they took that to their advantage yeah in creating certain scenarios that are only relevant to this generation um, yeah it's not just like uh, any generic slasher that they put modern language in like it's focused more on very modern problems yeah and, and with yeah. still the fact that these kids you know like we keep referring to them literally as kids you know they're either 19 or in their early 20s oh, and it's really showing you probably a bit definitely older. Older. Yeah, yeah he's like my age yeah uh but you know for them to be the age that they are i feel like um there's a huge lack of responsibility due to the fact that they're born into upper middle class yes. they don't understand the f the luxuries that they literally have yeah. at their um, hands and they they never had to face the same hardships that other people do they don't think outside of themselves um, right. and I think that that's the biggest thing with this film um, whether it's Gen Z or not they are, I think we're all guilty of it when we're around that age not really thinking beyond ourselves and you know some people have more experience some people do not I think it's a part of Gen Z's generation you know being obsessed with social media I is the tie-in to this film. Oh, yeah. Um, and literally the reason that everybody turns on each other. Yeah. TikTok is the reason as to why everybody turns on each other in this movie. Yeah. It, 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 in the end, it turns out that all this misery was started because of TikTok. <laughs> uh, Which, I mean, like, it, it is funny and it is dark and it is it's cynical and it's also the point of view of an older filmmaker mm -hmm. you know which is um, something that i liked about this movie. yeah i, I think it's good i don't think it's dismissive i guess no there's a kindness it's taking a here sort of, it's taking a sort of ironic yeah yeah there's a kindness here that is a little unexpected and 
makes it so that I think it's enjoyable, you know, regardless. Yeah. It's not it's not taking cheap shots, it's not talking down. It is No, it's being not saying like, like you're stupid, it's saying right. you you're not old enough right. or experienced enough yet to know how stupid this is. Yeah. Which is yeah. different and yeah, very sure. different. Yeah. Like it's not mean in that way. No, it, I agree. And part of it's also I think the charisma of the actors. You're talking about these things and it could be very cynical and mm-hmm. it's not because there is an element of realness there but also an element of struggle i think that the actors really held this movie yeah uh oh, yeah. if the people who yeah. were not cast in their roles in this movie i, I would have really hated it like i yeah. feel yeah, like no everybody's yes. really yeah good. actually yeah this could have been better but this also could have been an absolute train wreck and the oh, fact that sure. it rides that line is kind of impressive in its own right yeah yeah absolutely okay so i think said. it's a i think it's a great watch allison thinks to say watch gabby what do you uh uh this is my first i dislike watch i don't want to say okay. hate watch i don't hate it you but sure call it a watch um no, see if fine. it's for you yeah you know. i was like i don't think i'd particularly go out on a limb to watch it again sure but sure. it was worth a watch um i like a lot of a24 films um so it was interesting to watch this knowing that this was another thing that was made through them um but there's some holes for me um i really dislike the ending which we discussed you know i'm like that really didn't tie anything together for me it seemed rushed um it seemed like you know the red herring character came out of nowhere and i was like i completely forgot who this guy was watching it you know i'm like huh like it just seems so yeah watching it a second time i I get what they're going for tonally but it still doesn't work for me. It's it's very Just clunky. A swing and a miss for me. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. all right, I get what you guys were kind of going for, but um, it was supposed to heighten irony, I think, and doesn't quite sure do that. It just feels like very like. Uh, have either of you ever seen Kids? I haven't. No. Um. So Kids is uh, I mean, a very different film than this, but it's also about like kids at the time, like. Uh, whatever whatever and it also ends with somebody being like what happened so that's what i thought of when the the first time i watched this uh i mean it's a very different film but i was like i wonder if they're i wonder if uh uh you know we're going for the director's name um helena rain i I wondered if that was like a thing she was intentionally trying to echo by having max show up be like what happened well, so I doubt it, but what I read, this was also a situation where there's a script and they rewrote the script. Yeah, apparently be... it was written by the girl that wrote. Is it Cat Girl or Cat Person or what? It was like kind th- of a. I thought it was Cat People. Like <laughs> it's Cat Girl or Cat Person. It's like okay. it's like an indie film. Okay. It was kind of a big deal. A lot of people talked about it. She apparently wrote a script. It was set during a snowstorm, and some of the character names were yep. the same, but literally everything else was different. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was rewritten by someone else, but they gave her a, a, a you know story by credit because she did write the bare bones. Mm-hmm. Doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, it's Cat Person. Cat Person. There you go. Mm-hmm. The prequel to Cat People. Well, there was only one. <laughs> Sarah DeLapp was the screenplay by credit. Right. They wrote like this version. Yeah. Okay. Any final thoughts? Overall, I feel like it was a fun time. Yeah. I'm deciding whether or not I'm walking back that it's got the same nihilistic sensibilities as Gen X, but with different technology. 
No, I think that's but accurate. I might I might double down on that. I no, do think I that's think, accurate. I think yeah, that, I, I, yeah. Listen, as the great Simpsons once said, mm-hmm. getting teenagers to be depressed is like shooting fish in a barrel. <laughs> sure. Sure. It's not hard. Sure. Yeah. Um, I hate being damp. You hate being Me, damp. Me, I do. I hate it. I hate being oh. damp. So, That's why we put that tent up so yeah. fast. I fucking hate it. Like, it's my least... I mean, like, I can deal with it. I'm not like, mm-hmm. oh, I have to kill everyone in a 20-mile radius. Mm-hmm. Like, but I don't like it. Yeah. Um, that's it does why I, suck. Yeah. yeah. If it's raining, if I know it's raining, I will wear a raincoat and carry an umbrella. I would like to keep as much yeah. of me as dry as possible. But, you know, whatever. Sometimes it's unavoidable. Yeah. Also, I have bad luck with umbrellas. That's beside the point. But mm. my point is, when B gets kicked out, it's the middle of the fucking storm. Yeah. She's getting fucking rain just like well, melted on her while she's trying to get in through multiple doors before she already, heads back to the car. Then she like forces the window down a little and gets she's in finally. on her second outfit in the rain. Yeah. Yes. Because she threw up on herself after she kills Greg. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were like, go change immediately after yeah. she threw up. Like no response to the fact that like clearly she's traumatized because she killed somebody they were literally she, like she go literally change clubbed a man to death with fucking <laughs> a you know kettlebell. a kettlebell and like then then when the reality of the situation set in she spit up on I, herself I mean, like, I immediately mean, he had a knife and they thought he had a knife before so. but immediately sophie isn't like yeah. oh my god yeah sweetie are yeah. you okay oh hey let's let's get yeah. you changed she's like go change your shirt like she doesn't go like yeah. let's go yeah this crazy stuff is happening you think yeah. that they're all being picked off one by one so you're sending yeah. your girl your new girlfriend yeah. off by herself she rather than walking around with her which staircase to go because that yeah. was how you came upon her when she saw right. dave die like no it's was fucking like know where she's going yeah. yeah yeah i felt like that was very shitty sure. behavior yeah sophie yeah. is not yeah. a good partner yeah no. no she she's very she's very manipulative she's very like I love you, right? Like you look, look at me, look at me in the eyes. Like I love you, right? Yeah, you're right. We're on the same page, right? Are you sure she wasn't just being daddy as fuck? Dad, daddy as fuck. Daddy uh, as fuck. They play that song. <laughs> they do play that song. Music, I think now is bad. Although I am forty, and it's fair that I'm out of touch. Sure. That's fine. I still all the all the music I liked is still around, and uh, my chem is going to put out that record soon soon not soon enough right not soon enough but that single was good it'll be decent and like that'll hold me over for a couple years i had an entire breakdown because i thought i lost my water bottle after vending and it was specifically from the my chem concert for Uh, their new album that like hasn't been released so like i was flipping the fuck out mad for no reason it fell behind my bed i found it all right gabby why don't you direct people to your social media and your candles Oh, yeah. Uh, you can follow me for my candles at Sick Wax World or my personal page at GR Frankenstein. That's right. Thanks. We'll tag We'll tag you. Uh, well, you know, visit our link tree. It's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash H-W-G-W. And that's where to get the new episode. It's where to stream the movie we're currently talking about, if that is at all possible. It's where to find our social media. It's how to support the Movie John Patreon. It's our Loving with Lerman playlist. You also cross-reference Tina. Tina's link tree is linked through our link tree. It's our it's our one-stop shop for yeah, everything. We're, we're two trees standing together. That's right. Being trees. Twin Pines Mall. Yeah. You can get new episodes from us every other Wednesday. That's every, every other, other Wednesday. Wednesday on moviejohn.com and anywhere you 
listen to podcasts. And please consider donating to and supporting the Movie John Patreon. It's great for not just us, but everybody else on Movie John, all the podcasts, all the writers, all the creatives. That's about it. There's some of our favorite people who we wouldn't want to stab in the neck. That's true. So it's a real weird way of saying it, but that's true. I wouldn't stab you in the neck. Well, <sighs> bored in the house, in the house, bored. bored. And I'm in that oh motherfucking house, and I'm in the house, bored. I'm bored, and I'm bored in the house, and the house is bored, and I'm bored, and the house is bored, and bored. And What's bored. weird though is bored. I'm daddy as fuck. Bored. Also, I'm daddy I'm as fuck, and I'm also bored. bored, and I'm bored, and daddy's bored, and the fuck is bored. If the weather was really bad and you mm. couldn't go outside for recess, they would oh, sure, put a sure. movie on yeah. and then they would push all the classes. They'd be like, let's just let them watch a movie and then we'll Aww. adjust for oh, the rest of the that's day. That's so sweet. Well, I think it's oh. just the teachers were just like, cool, I get like 14 extra minutes to smoke cigarettes. Well, also, yeah. you went to Quaker school. Yeah, but not then. Okay. I was going to say, because they seem chill. Oh, Quakers are fine. But, Surprisingly But they're chill. not going to put on a fucking okay. dinosaur movie. They're going to be like, oh, it's too rainy to go outside there, English. You want to go inside? <laughs> Read this book on how Quakers to raise a barn. Not... Quakers aren't Amish. Prove it. <laughs> fine. Fine. Do you want me to, like, really, you want me to pull the lid back? No. Fine. So they would be like, it's too rainy to go outside. Go into the meeting house and sort the oats. <laughs> I'm pregnant with Danny DeVito's child. Come on!